Hi everyone and welcome to the Private Practice with Soul podcast. This is the first podcast for counsellors that just don't align with the traditional approaches to business and that want to use their spiritual gifts, talents and interests to create, you guessed it, a private practice with soul. So look, leave it to me to provide you with everything you need, including strategies that you can use to increase your income, reduce your workload and of course increase inquiries and referrals to your beautiful soul-led private practice. I love it so much. If you haven't done it already, grab your journal, grab your pen and let's begin. Good morning, everybody. Happy, happy Saturday and welcome to another episode of the podcast. You know what? I want to begin this episode by saying thank you so much to everybody that got in touch with me following the previous one. So I had comments about, you know, being transparent and comments about, um, you know, thanks for sharing the numbers. And I had lots of comments saying, but how did I get to those numbers? So that's one of the things that I want to um, focus on today, because I want you to be able to, you know, build your recurring, your monthly recurring revenue as well. So um, for those of you who are just new and you haven't had a chance yet to listen to the previous episode, I was sharing in there um, with complete openness, um, the numbers for my monthly recurring recurring revenue. So in your business, depending on the model that you have in your business, um, you will have a few different avenues for revenue to enter. Okay. And one of those avenues for me, it's not my only avenue, but it's one that I've been focusing on this year in building. Um, but one of those avenues is monthly recurring revenue. Now, as I said, you, you don't want to rely on one stream of income into your private practice. You just wouldn't do that because you don't want to have all your eggs in one basket and you want to be able to future proof your, your business, not just against what might be happening in the world, but also uh, around what could be happening for you, with your family, with your loved ones, with life, you know, things happen, right? So you want to make sure that you future-proof by being able to uh, know and trust that there's money coming in without you needing to be in the chair, so to speak, um, to to bring it in. And so, yeah, there are many different ways and I use lots in my um, private practice and I share that with my high-level mentorship clients. But I wanted to speak into one of those, which was the monthly recurring revenue and how I had built it from about 13,000 at the start of the year and now it's at almost 18,000. I think it's um, 17,758 or something like that. So I'm just rounding it up to 18. So um, the value of that is that every single month, regardless of whether I show up or not, there's still $18,000 coming in. So it's one pathway of income into my practice. Um, there are other pathways of income, but this was the one that I was focusing on. Anyway, so I understand you want to learn how to do it. Um, as I said, it's something that we'll be discussing in the high level mentorship. So if you want to join that, um, hit pause, go and send me a message on Instagram. My handle is at the private practice coach or flick me a quick message on Messenger. 
and um, let me know that you're interested in HLM and I will absolutely give you some details on that and you can get started. But um, I can talk you through uh, the process that I use and I shared this with a beautiful client of mine recently during the week, but as it's come up so much, I will share it with you now too. So um, it's really, if I look at it, I've got a few dot points. I've got five dot points um, and I will go with them. I will go over them with you now. But I think before we start that, the first thing that I did was I had to have a goal, right? Or I had to have an intention. And the reason that you need to have that intention is so that you know where you're directing your energy and you know where you're focusing. And it is so, 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 so tricky at the start when you first begin to be intentional and use intention as a basis for your practice because it requires effort it requires you to be conscious and aware of all kinds of things that are that are happening and you would be surprised how much of your practice you probably do on autopilot so please do take time to set an intention for what you really want to experience with the monthly recurring revenue in your private practice or any revenue for that matter in your private practice. So for me, um, my intention was to generate more financial freedom so that I could be more available uh, to my mum that I care for and Gabe that, you know, I'm Gabe's mum and blah, blah, blah. So that was what was driving me to really focus on how am I going to get my income from here to there. So my goal My big goal is to have 30K a month on recurring revenue coming into my business. Now, that's different from my Etsy store, which is passive, passive (laughs) passive-ish. And it's different from my coaching and all all of that other stuff that I've got going on. This is just monthly recurring revenue. So um, set your intention and an intention will help you stay focused by making sense of the actions that you're taking the next thing to do then is to get a baseline so you have to know what you're dealing with and for me that meant tracking and I had to start writing down my numbers now at the beginning this was not a fun exercise because you know well it's not really fun looking at numbers or I didn't think so I was embarrassed of my numbers I wanted to have I don't know why I was I was just like I should have more recurring revenue than this um so I found it hard just to like I was judging myself um writing down those numbers and I was thinking I should be better I should be bringing in more monthly recurring revenue I should this I should that I should so I put a lot of that on myself and I made it less comfortable <laughs> than it could have been so that was my experience but you know what once I had the numbers down and I'd eyeballed my Stripe account and my Haloxy and my Acuity and all the places my PayPal all the places I was getting money um, that was the beginning of well I guess being aware and that was the beginning of me being able to get back in control of the monthly recurring revenue. So 
tracking became something that I knew I needed to do. But at the beginning of the year, I wasn't that good at it. I was doing it haphazardly because I was avoiding it. I was procrastinating. I didn't really want to do it. Um, And so, yeah, I deprioritized it. I just put it at the bottom of the list all the time. And I always found things to put ahead of it. So some months I tracked, other months I didn't. Um, what got me into consistent tracking though, was when there were changes here at home and I realized, oh my gosh, this is serious. I actually need to do so. So there was a tipping point for me. Um, and that was it. Like things were just, I couldn't muck around anymore. Um, I had to take things even more seriously than I was. So then I started tracking every single month. Um, every dollar that came in, I tracked receipts. So this is the thing. Um, I have a bookkeeper, I have an accountant and they do all the financial stuff. So when I was thinking to myself, what's the easiest way for me to track? I thought I'll just track incoming revenue, right? Just the revenue. I wasn't going to track myself, the outgoings. I just wanted to track receipts. And so that's what I did. I just, um, you know, 24 hours after I would go in and track receipts. So if it was Monday, I wouldn't track Monday's income on Monday. I would track Monday's income on Tuesday. Why? Because I have an increasing number of international clients, a lot from America now and the UK, um, and almost as many as Australian clients. And so um when they're making payments, people sign up for things at all t- all different times of the day and night. So if I had just tracked my money at the end of my working day, then I wouldn't have been able to attribute the other payments that were coming in before midnight to that day's um, income, if you know what I mean. So anyway, I just wait 24 hours and I do it. So like today's Saturday. So today I'll be tracking yesterday's monthly recurring revenue. And The other thing too is when we focus on what we are receiving, it puts us in a different state of mind. We start to feel thankful and that thankfulness actually feels really, 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 really good. And one of my shadow values is appreciation, right? I know not many people talk about their shadow values, but you know me, I'm an open book and I'm happy to discuss mine with you. But one of my shadow values is appreciation. I really, I love that feeling of um, being seen. I love that feeling of being heard. And every time I track the receipts into my business or the sales or the income or, you know, the payments that are coming through, that fills me up. That makes me feel like, yeah, I'm appreciated. It makes me feel like I've got something people want. It makes me feel like I'm helping. It makes me feel like I'm contributing. It makes me feel like I'm in service. And it's like an affirmation for me or a confirmation of, um, yeah, how how I'm helping. And so when I focus on those receipts, it feels really, 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 really good. And then I get in a space of, uh, well, you know, it raises your, your vibration. So you start to vibrate at a higher frequency, right? Almost like, you know, they say, oh, you're buzzing. You, you, you know, it's such a nice, when you're feeling a really strong, positive emotion, 
you vibrate at a much higher frequency than if you are, say, focusing on lack and focusing on the money that's not coming through and focusing on the money that's going out. That's kind of a lower vibration. Um, the frequency is lower, stretched further apart, slower. You know what I mean? So tracking receipts helps me maintain a state of um, gratitude it puts me in a fantastic mood and it makes me want to go and give even more to the beautiful souls that give their energy financially to me so it's an energy exchange right we're both giving we're both receiving they're paying me I'm giving them information content um practice wisdom, all of the things. It's just all just energy. So it's a beautiful energy exchange and I love it so much. So that was one of the things that I believe made a huge difference in how I approached my money. And when you're in that um, positive, appreciative, thankful, grateful mindset, um, you start to receive more because vibrationally you're putting it out to the universe thank you for sending me this I love it thank you thank you thank you and the universe says oh okay she wants more of that I'll give her more of that and you watch your monthly recurring revenue or your sales whatever you're going to focus on will increase it can't not it's the law it cannot if things will go stagnant and decrease if you don't allow yourself to tap into the appreciation and the gratitude. That's when things will, That's and you'll start just to say to yourself, oh no, um, this is going to be a quiet period. Oh no, the, the money isn't here. Oh no, my reality is this. Well, here's the thing, you get to create your reality. And the way that I shifted mine from, you know, how am I going to make this happen was, oh my gosh, it's already happening. I'm already doing it. I'm already receiving. I'm already the woman that receives. I'm already the private practice owner that receives. Um, I'm already in an, in an energy exchange with people and it feels really, 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 really good. So shortly after, I was going to say straight after, but it wasn't. Shortly after doing that, um, and tracking every single day, you create a habit of shifting yourself into that vibration of gratitude and appreciation and thankfulness. And that strengthens over time. Like anything, it's like going to the gym, right? You get better over time. It's like dieting. You don't lose five kilos in one day. You've got to do it over time. It's the same with learning anything. The more you do it, the more proficient you become with it. And the easier it is to raise your vibration and to raise your frequency. So so that was the value of tracking receipts, money coming into the business for me. And I really, truly, hand on heart believe that was the big thing that caused the shift for me in my income this year. My next dot point in there was gratitude, but I feel like I've kind of already addressed that. My other thing was I had to change my story, right? So this year, I had some amazing coaches. Now, you know me, like I've spent so much money on, on coaching, it's ridiculous. But not all of my coaches were great fits at the time. I was lucky, lucky, lucky this year to find so many coaches. So I have at the moment, uh, it's down to four now, <laughs> down to four. <laughs> I've got four coaches that I'm working with and they have just, working with them, 
has allowed me to make big differences in the way that I work, in my diary, in my scheduling, in my mindset, in my income, um, in my structures behind the scenes. It's allowed me, as you know, I'm constantly on Facebook, sharing offers, sharing information, helping out, commenting on posts, doing all of the things. And people say, how can you do that? Well, I can do that because I've learned what works for me. And what works for me is only working on or in the business when I'm in flow. And that was a tricky thing to wrap my head around because the way I had grown up was like, you got to work hard to get anywhere in life. Um, You know, I was raised with the idea of um, you should have this thing because you've worked hard and therefore you deserve it. So the inverse of that is if I have the thing, I don't really deserve it because I didn't work that hard. Um, You know, coming home exhausted at the end of the day was like a badge of honor and it was really well received and recognized growing up. So I had a lot of this underlying stuff that I didn't even realize was there. But, you know, when you start doing the inner work, more and more stuff comes out, doesn't it? (laughs) So that happened. So I had to write new stories for myself, even though I've been writing new stories (laughs) there's always a new one so I had to write new stories about well yeah I can work less hours and increase my income I am the type of person that does that I am the type of person that takes all these holidays every single year I am the type of person that um, you know tries new things in her business um, and keeps the things that work and discards the ones that don't I and I had to really work on not only understanding my stories, but um, consciously shifting them. And again, it takes discipline because the way I was thinking was just automatic. You know, it was just on autopilot. You know, Joe Dispenza says, um, what fires gets wired. And it's so true. Um, And so it takes discipline to be able to catch yourself thinking those things and then to implement the next step of changing it. Okay, so creating new stories around, well, I can be that person that works less and brings in more through monthly recurring revenue. I can be that person that gets to live this kind of freedom in her life. I can be that person who gets to have four coaches, right? I can be that person who gets to show up and support and give away free stuff because I'm also giving giving away, not giving away, but I'm also having paid offers, right? So changing your identity, part of that evolution, part of that expansion, it happens to all of us all the time in our business. And you know yourself, like you're always going to be expanding because the more you learn, the more you realize there is to learn, the more you realize you want to learn. Um, And so growth is happening all of the time. And it's very hard to grow if you have old stories that are pulling on your coattail, wanting to keep you stuck in that space. When that happens, you end up being the woman that, um, goes and gets all of the courses (laughs) and doesn't really do anything with them. Um, And I see this a lot, but anyway, it's a whole other story. 
The other thing that I did was I started changing the way that I asked myself questions. And that was really important because I know now that the way my mind works is in response to things. So I'm the type of person that needs to be asked questions. Um, My brain loves to come up with answers and innovations and solutions to things, right? You know, some people can just, you know, I don't know, they just start conversations and they and they know the things. I'm not a conversation starter. I'm not someone who can continue a conversation. I'm somebody who needs something to respond to. So um, to get the most in conversations, I really, 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 and this is why I've got a great supervisor. She asks me questions that help me um, because it's that process of being asked that requires me then to clarify things in my own mind for myself. And that's how she draws things out of me. So definitely understanding that you know, I have the answers within me that I get my answers from my higher self or from my soul or from consciousness or from God energy or whatever verbiage you want to use and trusting that um, I can do it and trusting that, um, well, it's not even trusting actually, it's making time in my schedule to do it because sometimes I revert back to my old ways of thinking and I say to myself, oh yes, well that sounds great Brooklyn to sit down with your journal and just journal things out for a moment but you've got other things to do. You've got to get into click funnels, you've got to update your Facebook ads, you've got to check your email list, you've got to, do you know what I mean? So sometimes I still revert to putting things like connecting with my higher self on the bottom of my to-do list and days when I do that are the days where things don't go so well. So I need to, and it's still working on it, you know, it's going to take me a long time because it's deprogramming (laughs) 48 years of thinking otherwise so it will take time for me to get better and more proficient with doing that um, and being okay with having it in my schedule that this is how I start my day Um, so yeah asking myself better questions and allowing myself um, to trust that it's safe for me to lean into my practices at the start of my work day or at some point during my work day the other thing that helped me with my um monthly recurring revenue was also understanding about working with energy so working with flow working in flow and that was tricky initially too because again you know I had been taught that you got to virtually kill yourself to be able to um, put your feet up at the end of the day and feel like you'd done a good job like the measure of hard work was how tired you were at at five o'clock or whatever so it took me a little bit of time but guess what I ended up actually loving it in the end and now I'm like like yesterday I was just like do you know what I'm not in flow today not feeling it today I'm just gonna not work today so I didn't (laughs) I did a little bit in the morning but then after that there were things that I was excited to do but then I just thought to myself uh yeah no I can't do it today (laughs) so I had a break and that felt fine and it happens during the week now too like I make a plan on every Sunday night, a plan for the week ahead. And every night in that week, I do like a mini plan for the next day ahead. And I put all these things that I want to do and I schedule them into my structured app, which I love. And you know what? Some days I look at my structured app and I just think to myself, yeah, nah, (laughs) not today. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'll pop those things on the list for tomorrow and I'm getting much better at working in flow and that's how I can be very efficient and have lots of downtime. I really credit that to flow. So I work with my energy. And the last thing that I can share that really helped me increase my um, monthly recurring revenue was listening to the language in my mind. So listening to the things that I was saying to myself, you know, thoughts create feelings, right? And little things like if someone unsubscribed from my email, how what was going through my mind then? What was I thinking? What was I saying? And what impact was that then having on me? How was it affecting my energy? How was it affecting, you know, my connection to source? How was it um, affecting my connection to the universe? Things like that, you know, things happen in business. And I had to become, again, disciplined, becoming aware of the language that I was saying to myself. Um, and so also other things like I was saying, oh, I can start that on Monday. Well, that changed to why are you saying that you can start it on Monday? And that came back to when I was little, I was um you know, practicing ballet all the time. And I was always on diets because I was the chubby kid, right? So I was doing ballet from the age of, well, I think I was five, calisthenics from two or three, did this right up until my 20s, um, but was always the chubby one and always obsessed about my weight. I was doing Jane Fonda videos at home. I was eating celery. I did the lettuce diet. I Any diet, you know, I was drinking black coffee and eating hard-boiled eggs, you know, everything. Um, where was I going with this? Uh, yeah, so I had to change my language because when you say things to yourself so often, they do affect your vibration. So by changing my language from I'm someone that can't, I had to start seeing myself as the person who already had. And that's what I mean when we talk about living um, from the space of you've already done it, right? I think we, we say, you know, living as if, but I think when we say as if, um, sometimes for some of us, that feels like we're tricking ourselves or we're lying to ourselves or we're not being honest. So I like to say, if I'm already that person, you know, as that person already, how did I get here? What decisions did I make? What what new steps did I take? What did I need to do differently? What was the language? You know, was that version of me that's already here where she wants to be? Was she saying those things to herself like she's chubby and she's overweight and she needs to go on a diet and blah, 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 blah? Like to give you an example from before. No, she wasn't. So what was she saying about business? Was she saying, oh, you need to work hard and you need to do this and you need, or was she saying, well, you know what, your business gets to be the way you want it to be, Brooklyn. So how do you want it to be? <laughs> That's more aligned with what's going on, right? And that it's those five things there, tracking the money that's coming in. So tracking your receipts. And honestly, just I open up Stripe and I look at the day before and I just manually count I write it down on a piece of paper and I manually count and I track it that way and then I have a column to the side of that so I've got a column that's got the day of the month and the date um, so I know whether I'm tracking you know 28 30 or 31 days and then I have um, the total 
for that day of the money that came in. So write that down next to the day. And then the next column is um, accumulated or like running total. So that's um, adding what I made that day to what I made all the previous days. And that's my favorite column, the accumulated column, especially when you get to the bottom, it looks really good. And then I have a column on the other side, which is just for any notes for things that I want to be aware of because it's my intention to get to this 30k a month of recurring monthly revenue and I want to be able to put something together that shows you how I did it so that you can do it too. So I've been diligently <laughs> and very neatly I might add tracking all of this. So as soon as I get to the 30 I will do it for another two or three months so that I can prove to myself that I can keep it going. Um, then I'll put together a roadmap for you so that you know how to do it too. And I'll give you that because I want you to be able to see how easy it is. And I want you to be able to experience um, the things that drive your private practice for you, you know, your values. So maybe it's freedom like mine. Maybe it's time freedom. Maybe it's money freedom. I don't know. Maybe it's helping people. But you would have, you know, beautiful values there and you'd also have your shadow values there. And they're both equally important when it comes to your private practice. So that's a little bit, um, I hope it answers your questions about what I did that helped me increase my monthly recurring revenue this year. And do you know what? It was really, really manageable. I mean, if you think about it, it was like, I don't know, 10 or 10 or 11 months and I increased it by $5,000. So that's increasing it very steadily at like $150 a week roughly, right? You can do that. Of course you can do that. It's easy to do. And hey, I did it with like $7 membership <laughs> and um, that that felt really light and easy okay so I hope that hearing a little bit more about what it took to get that monthly recurring revenue is helpful for you um, you may not be at that stage with your private practice yet. If you're still setting up your private practice, that's what you should be focusing on, setting up your private practice. Don't worry about monthly recurring revenue and all that sort of stuff just yet. Let's get your practice up and going. But if you're already in an established practice and you're not looking for clients and you have money coming in and all of that sort of stuff and you want to look at how you can introduce or how you can improve or how you can pivot a new income stream for your practice then this is something that you can get some support and help with in the high level mentorship so again hit pause send me a message let me know that you'd like some information on HLM and I'll get it over to you so that you can start to increase your passive-ish income uh, for 2023 okay because I would love to help you with that anyway so that's the podcast for Saturday, the 10th of December, 2022. And it's not the last one either. We've still got a few to go before the end of the year. If you have any requests for podcast topics, let me know. Um, I will be sending out an email tomorrow to let you know everything that's happening in the shops, in the memberships, in the free groups, uh, all of that sort of stuff too. So keep an eye out for that. And yeah, wishing you all a really, really happy weekend. Thanks for listening to another episode. Bye for now. 
I hope that you loved this episode as much as I loved putting it together for you. To get more resources to help you in your private practice, head over to Instagram. My handle is at the private practice coach. And also, if you want more inquiries and referrals for your business, let me know. I have a program called Clients on Demand that opens every quarter, and I can absolutely get you some information for that as well. You are doing an amazing job. Thank you for sharing your gifts with the world. Bye.